record a podcast today. Too bad. I'm tired and everything hurts. But we signed our lives over to cry, cry about it. To the Pebble, the podcast devil, and our fans. Just kidding, we have none. Yay! Hello, my name is Christian Walters, and I'm the black. I'm Abby Stevenson, I'm the semi-white, and we make up the Monochrome Show, a podcast where we just talk. Okay, I'm so tired. I'm dying. I, my brain hurts, and I already have a headache because I've been laughing too much. <laughs> if for anyone who doesn't know, me and Abby literally just got back today from out of state. Abby went to Oklahoma, and I went to Arkansas. We both were out of town. But we we came back to Richardson just for y'all. Yes. Not for any other reason. Just for y'all so that we could do the show. Because we are dedicated. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love doing this, guys. <laughs> just kidding. We actually do. Just kidding. Huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I came back a day early because I was like, you know what? I can't record in Oklahoma. I got to be in my dad's closet. And I got to be in my sister's closet. I actually came back a day late. I was supposed to be back yesterday. So we're just going to talk about our trips for a bit. Yeah. So Christian, where did you go? What did you do? How was it? <laughs> I went to Arkansas. I went to a few wow. different locations. All right. I will hurt you. <laughs> Anyways, so I went to <laughs> wait, Arkansas. Hold on, wait for a second. <laughs> Guys, I'm pretty sure everyone knows I would destroy Christian if we ever fought. That's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> if All if right. you and I fought, I would probably kill you. Like, I could First just all, pick you up. Thing. <laughs> I just pick just you up you. and slam you to the ground. You could not lay a <laughs> okay. finger on me, I don't think. So, yeah, I went to Arkansas <laughs> and I went to a few locations. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> What's so fun? I'm tired, guys. Okay. Oh, yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. Um, I went to Luxora, Blyville, Osceola, and Little Rock, and Jacksonville. Those definitely don't sound like cities that should be in Arkansas. <laughs> well, they are, so. You don't have to be so rude to me. Well, so I went to Luxora <laughs> first. Uh, that's the, the smallest town. Um, that I've been to. It's so small. Uh, we used to go there every single summer when I was little. So it was really nostalgic. I wanted to cry the entire time because every seeing everything there was just like making me so sad because all the memories were flooding back. Um, so I spent I spent a day there. We slept, I spent the night at my aunt's house, which was the place we'd all like spend the night. Like all ten of my cousins together. Did you go to your haunted grandma's house or your grandma's haunted house? My haunted grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, I went to her. She also lives in Luxora. Um, we didn't stay there for very long, and if we, when we did stay there for a few hours, I was mostly outside playing with stray dogs. For reference, uh, <laughs> we talked about this house last week in yeah. our previous episode, so go check that out if you have no idea what kind of haunted house we're talking about. Yes, um, but yeah, we spent we spent a few hours there. No, nothing happened because it was like I would assume it's daytime, and there was a lot of us in there. It was like maybe like seven or eight of us in there, um, so it wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, I met a total of seven stray dogs. In Arkansas, and specifically Luxora, and they were all so sweet because it's not—it's sad because stray dogs in, in Texas and Dallas are not nice. They will bark at you and they will chase you. Um, but yeah, I met like seven dogs. Uh, it was really fun. I saw my cousin. Is that it? Pretty much. Oh, sh- oh shoot! The main reason I went there is for a funeral. My bad. Forgot to talk about that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. So I went Please for a funeral. Please tell us all about the funeral. No, it was for my. It was for my great uncle. I've never met him, so like I wasn't really too affected. But like I was still obviously sad because it's a funeral. Funerals make me want to like like run out of the room and leave because I'm so afraid of dead bodies. And we like had to view the body. Okay, let me tell you this quick like little side story. At the funeral. I was sitting, we, my family were sitting, like, kind of in the back row because we weren't, like, closely related to, just my dad was mo- uh, closely related to him, so he was, like, sitting, like, further in front of us. So, the the rest of my family, we were sitting, like, towards the back. And when the guy, like, came around to usher each row to go see the body, I was, I, like, waved him off. I was like, no thanks, no thanks. And, like, music was playing, <laughs> so he couldn't really hear me. I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good. He came by and he was like, make it snappy, like, he was, like, snapping at me. He was... I was like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then the rest of my family, like, just, like, pushed me up. <laughs> I walked over there, and I had to, like, look at the body. I looked up for, like, a second because I didn't want to, like, get a full look as everyone else was. So I, like, passed by it really fast, and I almost threw up, and I wanted to leave. Nice. What happened to you? So I went to Oklahoma City because my cousin was getting married. Uh, my cousin Shaylin. Congrats, Shaylin and Tyler Clausen. But yeah, it was the first time I got to drive a long distance by myself. Uh, I got to drive by myself up there to Oklahoma City. It's only about a three-hour drive. But on the way there, there's plenty of roadkill. You know, you see armadillos, Mm, possums all the time. But about 20 minutes out of Denton, I just saw a dead dog. (gasps) No! I know, just sitting, not sitting, he was dead. Um... (laughs) (laughs) laying on the side of the road and i was like i I was wondering how did you get there this it was just a dog and it made me so sad but then i got to oklahoma city and everything was fine we stayed with my aunt and my cousin and his two daughters were over at the house as well and we were all just chilling out you know and they were playing in this inflatable pool outside and then penny just starts singing cats she just starts going, Scamble shakes the <laughs> This girl's this girl is entering first grade. How does she know that song? <laughs> and then I started singing it with her and she goes <gasps> How do you know cats? <laughs> and, I, oh, and I was like, I saw it on my birthday, sadly. <laughs> what is happening to the younger generation? And my cousin Ryan proceeds to tell me that he was forced to take her to see it twice in theaters oh. because, because she loved cats. Like, wait, did she like house cats or like did she actually enjoy No, she cats? she'd liked the movie Cats. Oh. <laughs> but out of all songs, why would you be singing <laughs> Skimble Shanks? I don't know. But then the next day, we had the wedding. Wedding was very good. Um... I have mixed feelings about weddings. Mm. On one hand, it's a time of joy and a time of love. Like, love is in the air, everywhere. Happiness is... You're you're just surrounded by happiness. But then it also leaves me thinking, I will never experience this kind of love ever in my life. Nobody will ever love me like this. Um, You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was at one point, I started tearing up in the service just because it was so sweet and everything they were saying to each other was just so beautiful and magical and just full of love and i have these thoughts in the back of my mind you know i'm thinking about my dream wedding like what i would want to do what i'd want to walk down the aisle to and everything and i'm just like wow i will never get married ever 
It's not going to happen to me. Sorry, Christian. You're not invited because I'm never getting married. No, please. But Christian, what is your opinion on weddings? The thing is, okay, I've only been to one wedding. Really? Well, I've been to two technically, but I was a baby for the first one, so I don't remember anything from it. But the second one, I was about 13, 12 or 13, and it wasn't that fun. It wasn't that good until it was over. Nice. Yeah, we went. We had to get dressed up really nice. I don't like that part either. <laughs> and we went to a church, and the church had no air conditioning at all. Oh. Um, someone passed out. It, one of the bridesmaids <laughs> passed out. Like, literally, up there while they were talking, one of the bridesmaids passed out. Um, so that was funny. Fun. I didn't know anyone there. I do, I only talked to my sister the whole time. Um, yeah, it was super hot, super boring. And, like, the thing about weddings for me, it's kind of because, like, I know I'm never going to, or no, I won't be feeling that type of way for a long time at least. Yeah. Like that, like, love. Like, I don't know. This just freaks me out. So to me, it's like kind of cringe what they say. At least, at least when I'm there in the moment. Okay, listen, in the moment when I'm there. But when I think back to it, I'm like, oh, that is really sweet. And I'm like, yeah, that's it's so, so sweet. beautiful. But in the moment, I'm like, Ew. like he's like, I love you eternal. I'm just like, stop, please get it over with. The kids are already. I don't know. It just makes me feel weird. It. I don't know. But they're not horrible things if they're done right. If they have air conditioning. So, <laughs> food was good though. Wedding food slaps. We had Qdoba. <laughs> it was the first time I had ever eaten beans in a burrito. Why? It's like the main one of the main things you put in burritos. No, it was a chicken burrito and there were beans in it and I couldn't take them out. And so I ate the beans and I'm very proud of myself. Beans are good. <clears throat> beans. But anyways, mixed feelings about weddings. I want to get married someday, but that's not going to happen for so long. Yeah, I'm not looking, I'm not like thinking about that right now because I'll cringe myself out. Just think about me saying those things. It's just right now, it's just <laughs> no, like, gross. I can't, please. I cannot picture you being attracted to like anything. I'm actually, <laughs> Christian is actually asexual. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That means you're not attracted to anything. I thought that was pansexual. Pansexual means you're attracted to everything. I kid you not, when I was little, I thought pansexual mean you were attracted to pandas and pandas only. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, I think that's I called bestiality, that. Christian. Bestiality. No, thanks. Okay. But um, <laughs> Shout out to Paint. So I was on Twitter uh, about an hour before we started this, and I saw this thing. It was like, find your personality flower. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Find your personality flower. And so I would like to share what my personality flower is. And then, Christian, you can take the personality flower quiz. So my personality flower is a carnation. (laughs) What in carnation? Sorry, I had to. I had to. Passionate and genuine. Showing, what is that word? Altruism and love. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Strongly compassionate and responsible. You are an observant person who loves to help those in need. You are also sensitive and you're focused on bringing positive impacts on the lives of others. I would say that's... Where's the positive impact on my life? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a good one. Okay, so we just took a pause real quick because Christian was doing the personality flower quiz and we're back now. (laughs) So Christian, what are your results? Okay, I didn't know... I could get this result because I was like, when it popped up, I was like, that's not a flower. But 
it's a plant. So I got <laughs> I got bamboo. Um, <laughs> the quote that comes with it is steadfast and righteous with unwavering commitment. I have commitment, I guess. I guess it's true. I don't know what steadfast means, but I'm sure, um, <laughs> I'm sure it has something to do with me somehow. Um, then it says, <laughs> it says you are down to earth and detail oriented. You can make decisions without hesitation. Absolutely not. You are efficient at work and you plan ahead. <laughs> this is literally the exact opposite of you. <laughs> you hope to stay focused and responsible for your own actions. Okay, that one's true. That last one's true. But Okay, so now we know Christian's the opposite of whatever bamboo is. Yeah. Um so yes. Bamboo. Bamboo gang. Rise up. No. <laughs> oh, please keep that in. So last week. We asked you all to send us some questions that we may answer, mm-hmm. and y'all sent us in some amazing questions, but unfortunately, we weren't able to get to all of them, so we will be answering the rest of your questions today. Woo. All right, starting with a question from at Ainsley E. Ross. Thank you, Ainsley. What is the biggest piece of advice you would give to your younger high school self? Ooh, very good, a good question. One. Um, oh man so i would probably say because i'm going into senior year um i would probably say i would say keep moving forward because there were times where i was just like okay i can't do this i'm gonna quit and i would think it over and i'm like no i can't quit this is actually like really helping me and yeah just like never stop and give up because that's yeah never say never all right justin please please i would want to tell a lot of things to my past self. Quit band. But I guess one of the major things that I've always had a problem with is don't be afraid. Don't don't be afraid to branch out and and meet people or don't be afraid to be yourself or to go for that role or just I I missed out on so many things in my high school career because I was insecure and I was afraid of if people would judge me or what people would say about me or what they think about me, but just don't be afraid to be yourself first off, because if people don't like you for you, then they shouldn't mean anything. Yep. But just don't be afraid to take those risks that you normally don't think you would take. Cause I have so many regrets of things that I never ended up doing in high school because I was just too afraid. So yeah. Just don't be afraid. Don't hold yourself back. Yeah. All right. That got really deep. So (laughs) (laughs) our second question is on a lighter, lighter tone. Um, Morgan says, what is our favorite fruits? We actually talked about this in, I think, our first episode. Morgan Gomez, by the way. Morgan. Yeah. I think we talked about this in our first episode, uh, a little bit about fruits. So, Abby, what is your favorite? Let's elaborate some more on this. Yeah. What is your Um, favorite fruit? Everyone. I love bananas. You would. So much. Again, completely unironically, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. They've just always been a fruit that I could tolerate. And I don't know. I didn't like many fruits growing up. You know, I could tolerate apples. Grapes? No, I still can't eat grapes today. Because I had a traumatic experience as a child. <laughs> um, I choked on a grape one time oh my God, and almost... Weird. I felt like I was going to die. And that experience has prompted me to not eat grapes because they scare me. Also, they're just blah. Have you heard the saying, have you heard the saying, uh, you won't crush a, a grape with cleats on? What? Have you heard the saying, you won't crush a grape with cleats on? No. What does that mean? It's like, you're not going to hurt anyone. You're all talk. 
That's like you because you actually wouldn't get near a grape. Have you seriously never heard of that saying before? Who says that? My family, like, I grew up here hearing that. You and Chris are grape with cleats on. Cleats? Like, yes, with cleats. Cause, like soccer cleats? Yes, because they have spikes on the bottom. <sighs> but then wouldn't wouldn't the spikes then crush the grape? You, you're wearing the cleats, Abby. You are crushing the grape. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Next, okay, my favorite wait, fruit. Wait, isn't it, wait, is the saying, you would crush a grape or would you not? You won't crush a grape with cleats But you on. would. No, it's saying, like, you're not <laughs> tough enough. You would crush a grape with cleats on. It's like the, fra- it's like the phrase with the fly or something. <laughs> Why? Did you? <laughs> so basically they're saying you're a wimp. Yes. Oh, yikes. <laughs> yeah, I heard that all my life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Anyways, my favorite fruit is pineapple. Not only is it the most acidic fruit, um, but it's also the juiciest. Um, just, just beautiful looking, like beautifully visually and 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 tastefully. Is that a word? Actually, uh, scientifically speaking, the juiciest fruit is a watermelon. I, so I actually hate watermelon. <laughs> Roll in the what? black jokes. You? Roll them in. Please. <laughs> yes, I hate watermelon. There's never you never eat a good watermelon. They're always too the, yeah. they taste like water. You know watermelons are like 98% water. That's like crazy to me. That's a big thing for me. Just with any kind of food is texture. Mm-hmm. I'm such a texture-based person that if I don't like the texture, I won't eat it. I hate the texture of bananas. The texture of bananas makes me think of chalk. Oh. See, that just doesn't make any sense. But watermelon is just, like, it reminds me of paper. Yeah, it reminds me of just, like, water. I can't taste anything. I never taste anything. <laughs> okay. Next question. This is another good one sent in by Nathan, my Toronto friend. The story of your first stage kiss. Christian, why don't you lead this one off? <laughs> um, I have not had a stage kiss, and I stand by that. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean you stand by that? It's not a good or a bad thing. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like okay. a very neutral thing. Um, We almost... I almost had a stage kiss like during Hairspray because like... You should have gone for it. I still... I wanted y'all to kiss. Our director already said she wasn't going to have us do it anyway. But like we could have asked, but like, still wouldn't have done anything. Boo. But... I was I was pretty nervous if we were having a stage kiss because I'm like I've never done this before it's gonna be awkward and weird and I'm gonna make it weird, <laughs> um, but yeah so I haven't had a stage kiss. Nice. Thank you, Nathan. So it's not really that special of a story, but my first stage kiss was with my good friend Jacob, and stage kisses aren't really that big of a deal, you know. People people make them out as this. Haha, uh-huh, you said make out. Huge deal and it's not you know you just have to do what you have to do and it's already awkward for the actors especially in high school but that's a big thing about the cast you know so many people in the cast can just make it a much more like unenjoyable experience because they make jokes or comments or something like that but yeah i mean first stage kiss mama mia good times fun yeah so our, our next question comes from at Carlos Gutierrez, um, and it says, how was your virtual DSM experience? So, Abby, why don't you explain what DSM is and stuff like that? So, DSM is the Dallas Summer Musical High School Theater Awards, and it's 
every year, people come and see shows from 60, 70 schools all across North Texas. And then people are nominated and shows are nominated for these awards, just like in the Tonys or any other sort of fine arts award show. And so DSM is the major one for this area. And I know that this year they did everything they possibly could have done, but I would give anything (laughs) to be able to actually have the actual DSM experience. Mm -hmm. I'd waited years to be able to stand up on that stage and then call your name and just thousands of people cheer for you. And oh my gosh, it still makes me so sad to think about it today. And I I go back and watch videos of past performances of these lead actors and actresses. By the way, both Christian and I were nominated for Best Lead Actor and Actress. Hmm? Huge honor. Super grateful. But it wasn't the same. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I've only experienced DSM in person once, and that was my freshman year uh, in Les Mis because we got nominated for Best Musical, so we all got to like go up there and perform and stuff. Uh, so I was really clueless the first time. But even back then, where when I was not an important factor to the story of Les Mis, it was still the most fun I've probably mm-hmm. ever had in a long time uh, yep. doing something from theater because it's just such a welcoming, fun, happy environment um, because you feel like you're the best of the best because obviously you were voted or you were you were chosen to be there and it's just so amazing like the like i don't even know what it is about it even watching like my friends like up there like performing for like best best like all the nominated categories yeah 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 even seeing your friends up there is just so amazing and like oh. and they come out in these cool poses and then yeah. sing the medley and we never got to do that and oh my gosh oh man <laughs> i would love to do that and i see and you also get to you also get to walk a red carpet the best leading actors and actresses yeah. get to walk a red carpet and people take pictures of them and oh my gosh you are you are revered as gods basically there. it's like it's like a celebrity <laughs> Literally. do you remember and Les Mis, have you seen the video whenever we performed Les Mis at DSM a few years ago and whenever it reached the climax of One Day More when everyone starts singing together and the flag oh comes gosh. out, the crowd erupted with cheers. They, they they went crazy. And I look back at that and it just, oh, it hurts my heart. Okay, next question. Thanks, Carlos. Great question. Thank you. <laughs> okay, this one is from Amber, our friend Amber. Y'all's opinions on the Barbie movies and rankings. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I haven't seen a Barbie movie probably ever. If I have, my sister was watching it and I, walk, I walked in on it. But uh, sorry, I, I have not seen a Barbie movie. Um, I have no opinion for this because <laughs> I have only seen three in my life and I wasn't even paying attention to them. Um, I've only seen, I saw Island Princess... 12 Dancing Princesses, and oh, what was the other one? The what? I don't even remember. I don't even remember, but Barbie was not a crucial part in my life. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm very sorry, Amber, that we <laughs> sorry, love you, though. do not have a good answer for that question. Um, <laughs> I've never seen a Barbie movie. I've seen, you know the show, the um, the one that's on, the, or at least it was on Netflix, I guess. The one that was on Netflix is Barbie Life in the Dream House. My sister and my cousin would watch that all the time, and I would walk in on it, and it's so fun. It was actually funny. Like, it was like a comedy series. Okay, anyways, I don't watch Barbie movies. Sorry, Amber. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> um, 
What is your opinion on how Broadway will be after the pandemic? Says at Trey Bumpus. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Am I saying that right? He is a college audition friend. Hi, Trey. But we really don't know what life is going to be like after all of this. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have heard the news that Broadway is closed until September. September, dude. That's crazy. And it probably won't even open then. It's probably going to be about till January until things start going back up to speed. But I I found this article and this article says of New York state voters polled only 39 percent of people who attend Broadway shows with some frequency said that they would be very likely or somewhat likely to see a show if it were to open around September 1st. So even if these shows were to open I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't go just because of mm-hmm. being cautious of what's going on. I think it really depends on the precautions that these theaters take in order to ensure the safety of not only their actors, but the, the theater goers as well and the entire staff and crew. And we we really don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Bas- same thing for me. Uh, I don't think they're going to open back up for a while. It's really sad, actually. Yeah. Just like thousands of people out of a job yeah. right now. It's oh shoot, terrifying. Going into this, yeah, uh, and and hundreds of college graduates this year going into this industry with no work, mm-hmm. and it's really, really terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you even heard? I mean, of course, the Tonys are canceled. One yeah. of the biggest things of Broadway of the year, but it was replaced by a Grease sing along. Mm, can't wait. So have you funny. seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's. Oh. I like I like what Jeremy Jordan said. He said, we have thousands of artists out of work indefinitely. Millions of people who can't experience the magic of live theater and an entire national population that deserves more than their 500th viewing of a dated film literally singing the praises of social conformity. <laughs> and then he said, you could do a benefit, special live in-home performances, even just a best of special of past Tony performances. I would rather listen to my tone-deaf uncle sing the entire Maltby and Shire catalog acapella than to watch an effing Grease sing-along. So, Jeremy Jordan's getting a little sassy here. Oh, Um, oh my goodness. (laughs) But... I agree. I don't know. Like, Tonys are so cool. Like, I've only seen the Tonys, like, twice, but, like, those two times were so fun, and I enjoyed it a lot. I just don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't think anyone does. That sucks. Womp womp. (laughs) <laughs> what can we what can we do okay this is one of our favorite questions sent <laughs> in by at the underscore real underscore affabuma <laughs> what's up the question just says james and the giant peach <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so for anyone who doesn't know we did james and the giant peach it was really fun uh, was it? <laughs> it i enjoyed it abby it of course was you fun. did it was it was it was just like a blur and it happened so fast <laughs> yeah. and it was just so weird i don't i don't know how to describe it it was just a lot of fun confusion i i don't know how i feel about james it was fun the role i played i was spiker the one of the evil ants it was kind of fun i mean I, I got to sing some really cool stuff, and but it was just, it was a show, you know, yeah. nothing of significance. Um, I'm still mad that I didn't get any stilts. Do you know how fun that would have been? I played Grasshopper, and, and the one on, the Grasshoppers that I've always seen on the videos had stilts. I have seen I a really single excited. Grasshopper on stilts, and it's I saw the one three. that I showed you. I looked up ah. three videos, and they looked so fun. But yeah, I really wanted stilts, I'm really upset. Anyways, but yeah, it was just a blur. It was a quick, quickie. 
as a quickie. show. Thanks, Afaboma. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you a real one. Ooh, I like this question. Um, our next question comes from our good friend Sammy Bounds, Samantha Dawn. Um, it says, how did we become friends? I have no idea. Abby, please explain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> which, is, <laughs> nice. which is kind of funny because most friends have this big story about how they became friends. The The first interaction I ever remember with you, this isn't even whenever we became friends, was in a Mamma Mia rehearsal. I was sitting all by myself in the audience on the stairs because I was too scared to speak to anyone, even though I was Donna Sheridan. And Loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, But I knew you were Pepper. I didn't know who you were. And I just got your number for some reason. Really? Yes, I asked for your number, and I put theater as the subject. That was that was my description of you, was just theater. I and I really have no idea how we started talking. Me either, like, at all. Because I think it just went from that moment to me giving you rights. Uh, I thought you said rights, Abby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I am Martin Luther King! <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, um, I said goodness. Um, I abs- I have absolutely no idea. Um, first thing I, c- I remember is, is you being like, uh, like during one of the mommy, we already kind of established a little bit of a friendship here, but we still weren't like really close is when, um, in money, 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 you said to do an interaction where you look back at me and then we, we, we like, we smiled every time. I kind of like laughing. Oh, no. That was funny. I mean, but the audience didn't see the interaction. We yeah, just yeah, look at each other. It. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that was it. Like, why did we, why? <laughs> he was like, hey, just, like, do this. Like, look at me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I barely, I was like, okay, um, who are you again? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but we had, we had a little bit of a friendship Thank already. you. I'm your employer. I, I don't remember um, the specific story at all. I do remember. I don't know if this was before we became friends or if we had been talking. I don't know. But it was after some sort of concert. I don't even remember that. And I was waiting for you and Kennedy to be picked up. Oh, yeah. And it was raining. Yes. And I was offering you a ride. And then you were like, no, my dad's coming. But I just sat with y'all. Yeah. And I kept telling you to leave because I felt bad that you were staying there. <laughs> yeah. No, we were we were already friends before then. We weren't. We st- Once again, we weren't like super close. We were like friends. And I was like, no, leave. Like, you can leave. <laughs> I, my father's <laughs> Please coming. Please just leave. Please leave. <laughs> Please. You annoying woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that too. That was weird. That was funny. Though. Strange. If anybody remembers our friendship story, let us know. Please. Um, <laughs> Wait, why would anyone else know? Who knows? <laughs> All right. And this is our last question sent in by at Gabriel Bishop 42. I think this one's more directed towards Christian. <sighs> Christian, have you seen Pulp Fiction? I have told him this many <laughs> times. I have seen Pulp Fiction. I watched it at least like three times because it came out when I wasn't bo- before I was born, and I watched it with my older brothers because I my parents wouldn't allow me to watch it, and Ooh. I watched I watched it once and I thought it was a good movie. It has some questionable things in there for a twelve year old, but that's okay. <laughs> and I watched it and I loved it. Yeah, for context. Um, he's asking me this because I, I wear this sweater that always gets brought up in the conversation and I get made fun of for it because I have a Pulp Fiction sweatshirt that I really like. It's super comfortable. I don't care what anyone thinks. I call it his Hot Cheetos and Milk sweatshirt because that's what I it reminds understand. me of. It reminds me of a combination of those two 
items of consumption hot cheetos and milk if you were to just take some hot cheetos put them in some milk stir it around a little bit that's what the Ew, sweatshirt bro. reminds me of that's so disgusting anyways but yeah so i wear it and people meme on it all day all night and i don't understand why and yes i've seen pulp fiction about three times so i have never seen pulp fiction nice yeah <laughs> Well, that is all of the questions that we have been sent in. Uh, we look forward to doing something like this again. You know, hearing from y'all. Yeah. Hearing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. A huge thank you to everyone who sent in questions. It was a lot of fun. We will be doing this again. Yeah. So ready to end it, Christian? I am. Okay. We just want to give a thank you to the creator and composer of the game Undertale, Toby Fox, for our intro and outro, even though we didn't ask. We also want to give a humongous thank you to our listeners for your love and support. We literally couldn't do the show without you guys. And another big announcement, the Monochrome Show is now available on Apple Podcasts. So to all of our listeners, we do this show from your support so if you'd like to recommend us to a friend or leave a rating on apple podcast anything would be greatly appreciated and we thank you guys for listening in the first place yeah we we literally didn't know we were going to be doing this until (laughs) a while ago and it's just so great and we love we love all the listeners and we just thank you so much yeah thanks guys but christian did you know that 7% of American adults believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows? Now, 7% doesn't sound like a lot, but that actually works out to about 16.4 million American adults. Why? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Just... hold on. I want to think about that for a second. <laughs> where, where does the chocolate come from? The chocolate's not in the cow. There's just like a chocolate dispenser in their guts. <laughs> Ew! Oh, that's that's very weird. Until next time, I'm Christian Walters. I'm Abby Stevenson. This has been the Monochrome Show, and remember, we aren't dating.